got up this morning thinking it's going to be one of those days. It's going to be warm here. Okay, not California warm, but warm for here. And worse, here it's not a dry heat. Here it's very humid, so feeling a little uncomfortable in the big wide world. Got the window open, so you'll probably hear some background noise, but hey, part of the game, right? Anyway, wasn't sure what I was going to talk about. I got a couple of really nice texts over the past few days. Dale, I'm sorry. I I, I got your text. I got your message. Um, I don't know what to tell you. My voicemail works. I don't see any voicemail. And... Uh, I'm not feeling all that stressed. I guess maybe I'm coming across that way. Am I coming across as being stressed lately? I, I didn't think I was, but maybe I am. I don't know. It's getting old, I can tell you that. Look at it this way, Dale. It's like day 65 of patrol, right? Dale and I were shipmates on the Michigan. In fact, we slept in the same bunk room. He slept across from me. He was a nuclear machine, nuclear machinist made ELT guy. Good guy. Anyway, he moved back to Oklahoma. So, Dale, I, I don't feel stressed, but if you think I am, great. Also, got a really nice email from uh, a listener about some stuff that I've been talking about a lot lately with uh, regards to Article 1, Section 10. Had a very nice conversation last night with Tim Price about that. If you're not listening to the Tim Price show, well, you might want to give him a listen. Just, uh, I think he's only on Stitcher. I know he got tossed off Apple, Apple iTunes, which is weird, but it happens on occasion. So anyway, you can get Tim's show on Stitcher, or just look him up on Facebook, uh, the Tim Price Show, and you can catch him there. Tim is uh, <laughs> Tim's a firebrand, but he's he's a good guy. So give him a listen. So then uh, I turned on the news this morning because I shouldn't have, but I usually do. Little Dave Diamond inside baseball here. I have a local news station that I like, and oddly enough, it's the only local news station that was, uh, well, not anymore because I shifted TV providers. On my old TV provider, it was the only one. So I learned to kind of like them, but at the same time, I... I just, you know, you get used to something over the years, and so this is the station that I watch. And first story they hit me with this morning, after I turned on the TV, was this one. A lawsuit filed to Monday, so that would have been yesterday, against the city of Seattle argues that protesters' constitutional rights have been violated by the police department's, quote, indiscriminate use, unquote, of chemical and less lethal crowd control tactics. Okay, if you, if you just stop there, you'd go, okay, it's, it you know, we've seen this before, and this is part of the complaint about the police is that they're indiscriminately using these force, these, these systems, right? I mean, that's what you'd think. But then it goes on. Um, this indiscriminate use of chemical and less lethal crowd control tactics have forced these demonstrators, these four demonstrators, to buy, quote, expensive, unquote, protective gear in order to safely bring their message against police brutality to the streets. 
No, I'm serious. They are suing the city of Seattle because PPE is expensive. No, I, I'm I'm not making this up, folks. I'll link it up below. You can you can probably Google it and find it yourself. But I mean, that's um, that's what I woke up to this morning. The Seattle city of Seattle is being sued by protesters who need PPE personal protective equipment that's a, that's a new phrase that's entered our lexicon hasn't it that's been around for a long time but nobody nobody ever used that phrase they certainly didn't use it casually or you know they, they didn't use it like just you know rolling off your tongue kind of thing they it was a it was a phrase that we used because you know if you were technical my wife used it all the time because she uses it all the time but your average citizen this is new to us. I mean, this PPE thing. Well, now they have to buy expensive PPE because they can't peaceably assemble if they don't have it because Seattle Police Department is violating our constitutional rights. Ay, ay, ay. I mean, where do you even start with that? You just sort of go, well, <laughs> you have to laugh because, really? I I wish I knew I, I, I wish I knew where this was going to end, <laughs> but I don't. I have no idea. I, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, surely the court and and this is a federal lawsuit, folks. This is because it's a it's a violation of my constitutional rights. This is an actual lawsuit that was filed in the Western District Federal Court, Western District of Washington. So this is a federal case that these four people have brought. And what's the remedy? I mean, I, I haven't even read the lawsuit yet this morning. I just I just downloaded it a few minutes ago, and I haven't even had time to read it. But what what's the remedy? Will the city of Seattle now be forced to provide PPE to protesters because they want to be safely, quote-unquote, protesting? See, that's the problem, is our language has shifted. What were once rioters are now protesters. What were once protesters are now, I don't know what the hell they are. Uh, I just, uh, <laughs> just I, there, you know, that's part of what I was talking with Tim last night about, you know, it's just sometimes you just, sometimes you just can't believe what you're seeing. It can't be this insane. And yet, there it is. Suing because they want PPE, and I don't even. <laughs> so that's what's got my day started. I don't know about your day. How's your day going? It's a Tuesday, and it's going to be hot here. It's going to hit seventy-nine degrees, and like I said, it's humid. So I'm. Uh, I really wasn't planning on doing anything today because Rod and I did DNR last night. Hopefully, you're listening to that. Uh, just check out Do Not Resuscitate on Facebook or just go to the DaveBowmanShow.com and you can download it there. But we had a pretty good we had a pretty good time last night for, for having no plan about what we were going to do. So there you go. It's, this is one of those mornings where I just I, I just don't have a whole lot. I, I there's a million things you can talk about. This is the beauty of, of my life. It's <laughs> talk about a thousand things. But 
<sighs> some mornings I just want to drink coffee, and some days I just want to get up. So here's the text from the, I think this person is a doctor. I don't know why I think that. So when you text me, if I know who you are or if you identify yourself, I label you so that I know who I'm talking to. If you don't, I'm, I'm sort of noncommittal in my responses because I don't know who I'm talking to. So it's always nice to know who you're talking to. For some reason, I have this person as a doctor. Um, I'm not sure why. At some point in their texting with me, which dates back to 2017, um, they, they seem to be a, a doctor. That may, may not be. I don't know why I put that, but I did. Anyway, I won't try to remember what episode. I listened to them all, but you read from Article 1, Section 10, ending with the clause, or in such eminent dangers, will not admit it to the lawyer. And this is exactly what I was talking to Tim about last night. Uh, this, that phrase, these, these uh, governors and these states have discovered that in the past, there was never any need to invoke that clause, but deep, buried deep in their own constitutions and their own state laws were these articles, these, these sections for states of emergency, and some governors, not all, but some, Newsom and Inslee in particular, have figured out what that means, that they essentially have unlimited power now, as long as they maintain the state of emergency. And so, coronavirus is going to continue until, well, until these people are either voted out of office or something significantly changes. Anyway, he, uh, this person goes on to say, maybe I'm right, but you're the only host to talk to the Constitution. I don't know that I am. But anyway, you challenge the audience to read Aquila Mars, America's Constitution. You get an understanding of the comp competitors' viewpoints versus a living understanding of the Constitution and an originalist interpretation. This is what I was talking about the other day. Uh, I am an originalist, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't be challenging originalism. And we need to make sure what we, what we, understand our originalism to be and that's important anyway it took him a year to get through the book start and stop multiple times uh, as an aside i recommended it to a college professor who ended up using it to teach the first amendment i will say this about akil amar he is a very good writer yes he sees things differently than i do but he is a very very good writer and if you want to be a thinking person who doesn't just live in your own echo chamber, his books, I cannot highly recommend them enough. They are fantastic. His Bill of Rights book, his second Bill of Rights book, is the... It is a... It's a really good book, especially since he gets into the uh, the incorporation element quite, quite detailed. He gets into how the 14th Amendment, post-war really simply established a new constitution because, again, what it did was it basically incorporated the Bill of Rights against the states. It took time to do that, but anyway. Anyway, as I was noodling over or in such imminent danger as will not admit delay and trying to determine if the clause was dependent on the prior or stood on its own independently, it stands on its own, um, I was reminded of his book and how he wrote a thousand pages on how the Constitution, when viewed as a living, can be molded into anything the author needs in the moment. You weren't kidding when you said our politicians know their stuff, and we will do well to try to keep up. The conversation I had with Tim last night was about states now realizing the powers that they've given the governors under states of emergencies. 
and I, I've been ragging my brain trying to find anything like this in our history where a state of emergency that could not be, well, could not admit delay has ever occurred. Now, remember, we're not talking about invasions or wars because those things are covered separately. So what, what in our history has ever happened? Now, you've had, you know, fires and floods and earthquakes and that, but those are regional. You've almost never had anything statewide like this that would not admit delay. And of course, that's what they were saying back in February, March. We can't wait for Trump. We can't wait for the government. We can't wait. We have to do this ourselves. And the reason is because they knew that this was there. And uh, that's what happened. And that's where we are now. And a lot of states are going to have to be looking at or should be looking at their state constitutions, their state laws, how emergencies are declared. I mean, again, here in Washington, literally the only person who can end this is Jay Inslee. So, or another governor, if we happen to elect another governor, and they were talking this morning on the news about in the midst of all this pandemic, economic chaos, all this stuff going on, if Jay Inslee gets overwhelmingly reelected, and he will, because again, Seattle and Tacoma have 50, 60% of the population of the state, then what she said was, I don't know that a Republican will ever be reelected, ever be elected in the state of Washington, which is problematic because that means that the governor will maintain that power because the Democrats aren't going to take it away from him. How long will the state emergency go on? (laughs) Until there's a Republican governor and then they'll start screaming and yelling about, we don't need somebody to have that much power, do we? And that's what it'll end up being. Anyway, I just wanted to check in. I got to get on with my day. I don't have anything to do today, but... (laughs) You know, sometimes the microphone just appears in front of me and says, Dave, talk to me. So I did. Anyway, have a great day, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow.